play the game while you listen. What's going on here? This ragtag crew of adventurers is covering the problems of the average player. Where should I begin? Discussing the homebrews, modules, and the latest content for all things D&D. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? It's Chef Bogue and the Pirate Captain's recipes for everything. What you're feeling is so normal and perfectly natural. With your host, the Pirate Captain. Everybody loves me and I don't know why. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I really am. The Pirate Captain is a dick. Chef Bogue. Let me take a couple steps back so I can, you know, really get this point across. It's bullshit! And Loke the Bard. Instead of making a deal with Cthulhu or, you know, the greater devil, you found an imp who was willing to give you dark vision in exchange for a gallon of blood. With a little mayhem, mischief, and a bit of bardic charisma, it's time for the show. Yar! Oh man, that's hot. That's coming in hot, boys. New sound. I'm excited about it. You got to hold on, hold on. I'm I'm working yeah. on it. All right. I've got things to say. I know you got things to say, but I you know I'm trying to listen to the music. It's a new intro. It's got us all sounding very popular. professional. Professional. That's the word I was looking for. All right. It is the Chef Bogue and the Pirate Captain's recipes for everything. I am your host, the titular Pirate Captain, the as always. Uh, no, that's you. You can be poopy. I'm not poopy. I'm titular. No, no, no. Boobular. Oh, boobular. Yeah. <laughs> Boobs. Uh, uh, I, as always with me, my best boob-infested friend, Bolg. Several boobs. Several boobs. And Loke. Boob examiner. Boob examiner. Man, we might as well just throw this whole episode out. <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. Nah. And then we actually have our friend back, Felix Fizzlebang. Hello, guys. How wow. are you? Welcome back, my friend. This He's is... so tiny. He so is. Tiny. You, I have to jump every time. Get him out of your mouth. This is the last time I'm telling you. You cannot so eat him. There's so many boobs in here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They're, they're nice, though. I've been playing with them since I got them a few episodes back. These are These are amazing. I don't know why we're still stuck in the isekai, though. You guys went back to being normal, and here I am still playing with my third boob. Why do they grow back after I rip them off, too? I don't know. Would you quit doing that? That hurts. Eh. Eh. Welcome to Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captain's Recipes <laughs> for Everything. Uh, like I said, that's this is who we are. This is a D&D podcast. We have updated the sound. We are still the same ragtag group of adventures, which means you can always go find us over at Facebook at Chef Bolg and the Pirate Captain's recipes for everything you can email us bolg and pc at gmail.com with all that being said anything else you guys have before we get anything more about my boobs no no i think we're good okay yeah, it's getting a little awkward but it's uh, also cold in here i can see that because of your boobs well i mean okay I'm l- a lot of radio equipment in here it's got to stay cold i'm done though. okay are you sure no no okay Question for you guys, and this was the hot topic brought up by us. Actually, our our very favorite Loke the Bard, uh, he's the one who brought this topic to our thing, and I, and I think it's a good topic. What is the most hated D and D class out there? Ranger. Wow, um, actually, you'd be surprised, and we've actually got a few charts. They're pre, not pre Tasha's Ranger, maybe. I yeah, wouldn't okay, even po- post Tasha. Yeah. I think, but the, the monk falls under the no. The one that gets the most hate on the internet. I mean, yeah, getting the most hate, that is true. But here's the but the, here's the thing, though. Even what, Tasha's was out, what, 2020? Something like that. Yeah, so if you have Tasha's out at 2020, uh, the, the new Ranger's been out long enough that it's kind of got... I, I don't know, but there are an equal number of 
of actually the uh, the monk beats the ranger actually right now. Six uh, percent of all players play the monk. So, yeah. and I like monks. yeah. Ba- based on what players play, yeah. So I like the least popular one is. Does that make it the most so, hated? If it's the least popular, I would say so because I, I think there's a difference between hated and popularity. Um, no, personally. you don't hate the popular. You don't hate the popular kids. You envy the popular kids. Right. Yeah. So I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, if I honestly, if I had to pick popular, I would say wizard would be the most popular. Like, if I if I was making my popularity list right now, I would honestly say we the can wizard. Because of Gandalf. I can fly. It's well, not because of that. I think it's because of Gandalf. I don't know. If you check a lot of the surveys. The the wizards tend to be pretty low. Yeah. Because there's a large learning curve. Not really. I wouldn't say there's a large... It, it's very easy to play a wizard. It, it has a lot less flexibility in different classes. And, and if you're talking about the sub... Let me rephrase that. It has a lot of flexibility, and it has a lot less that you get from the class itself. Yeah. So yeah. you're a lot more dependent on the spells you can play mm-hmm. and the... Um, well, they're... The, the, the only abilities that they have, they get like three abilities per Right. Class. But that's the thing. As a, as a wizard, though, you, you're more focused. It teaches you how to focus. So if you're if you're somebody with ADHD, probably not your thing. <laughs> but I if have you, no idea what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. So if you're, it, when you're sitting there trying to, Squirrel. like, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to focus on something, like, I think the wizard's great. I think if I had to pick uh, the most popular classes, I would probably go wizard, rogue, uh, barbarian, uh, maybe ranger. Uh, ranger fighter because a lot of those a lot of people know the ranger well, as aragorn so oh that's the thing prior to 5e the ranger was probably one of the most popular classes and, and, and then beastmaster came around and yeah and then it. well then they kind of screwed it up in 5e uh and it took many many years before they put out good rangers uh the gloom stalker's not too bad and the new ones in tasha's are not too bad but the original core ones were all terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, most people play that. So the Reddit the Reddit post that I'm looking at right now that has like all the D and D beyonds and this one this post goes back just a couple years. Uh, it's as for Ranger, the Gloomstalker is mentioned in there. It's actually the number two most played Ranger, but I, the Hunter, which I would honestly play, I like the Hunter Ranger a little bit more more than I would honestly even like the Beastmaster or the Gloomstalker because it's. It's that specified thing. You are good at one thing. You're kind of like a vampire hunter. You're playing like a Van Helsing style character. And I like that. Now, I, I When we talk about different classes and things, are we talking more like story based or are we talking more like a dungeon crawl kind of thing? Because if you look at that story based and adventuring through the woods, that ranger is key. Like if yeah. you have to if you have to travel and you have to survive that is key. If you do a yeah. role-played based game, that's perfect. But, but I think they're also really good in dungeons too. They have like they have not, this not that they're not as good as rogues when it comes to like finding things, but they're very good for survivability even in dungeons because if they have the stuff to make good berries, good berries are very useful. Yeah, but then you go over to druid and druids are better that way anyhow. But fi- only five percent. I mean, you're still playing the five percent of people are playing uh, druids, so yeah. that's because they're playing them badly. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I think Druid is an underrated class, but we'll get into is, that later. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, uh, I'm I, I agree. I'm that. Yeah. I I play a bard on this show, but in in most D and D campaigns, I prefer to play the Druid because the Druids just rock. They just have so much going on for them. But and, like, and I, I'm just the odd one out in this room. I'm not that big of a fan of them. But it's just not my play style. Why don't you like? I mean, the play style it plays like every, okay, so. As much as I hate the bards, and I want to say that the bards will take over everything that because they do everything everybody else does, minus the druid. They don't have the the shape the shape change like druids do. 
But druids also have... Their shape change allows them to be rogues, to be barbarians. They already have magical spell casting like uh, sorcerers and wizards. Uh, they have healings like clerics. So druids can technically do it all because if you transform into a bear, you're kind of like a mini barbarian. You don't have the, the same rage effects, but you're very close to it. Now you're talking specifically a moon druid. No, well, I mean, because then yeah, it you have all depends. to wait until a higher level to be able to actually be a bear, and at that point, the bear is useless if you're not a moon bar a moon druid. But it, it's still a a bucket of extra HP. Yeah, because uh, I mean, on top of your regular HP, what I mean, even if you're a, a that to me is probably what been one of the most broken things in the game that I I've never I don't know why it's never been addressed yeah. is why you can shape change, lose all your health, and come back out with the same health that you went into. And and that that allows a, a druid to tank even the not I mean the moon druid does it the best right but a non moon druid has that ability where he can shift he shifts into a uh, you know squirrel or whatever it is that's got low hit points I got squirrels on the brain today <laughs> so let me but uh, he even if it's a low hit point thing that's ten fifteen hit points it didn't have before that don't count towards his hit point totals. Until those are gone, so it's like it's like temporary hit points. Yeah, but then you're stuck to whatever the squirrel can do. Yeah, yeah, like sniff. And All right, eat. right. So this and and granted, this 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 list came out in like 2019, and it's been hard to find like a new list of stuff. Uh, but honestly, I I'm very surprised that Warlock has made uh, the Hexblade. Warlock is a lot of fun to play, but the the Warlock the Hexblade is uh, played at 13, uh, percent followed closely by the Fighter at 12. Uh, sorcerer at 10, uh, or sorry, cleric at 11, uh, sorcerer at 10. Uh, then you have rogues. Everybody else is just like sub 10 rogues, monks, um, bards, uh, bards and barbarians at 6%, which is shocking. Like, I don't get why, like as, as popular as everybody loves the bards and everybody's always got the memes about the bards. I, I'm surprised that only like 6% of people were playing bards that year. This is 2019's post. Yeah. And that's one of the things. If you look at some of the older surveys and in, in these from these same sources, where you know the most common class for a lot of D and D has always been the human fighter, and it, it has to do with the complexity and learning, you know, the learning curve. Um, so when when you start getting into the you know the warlock, the wizard, the sorcerers, th these take a little more effort to learn. Uh, so, so there is going to be a certain percentage of players who just don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to don't want to deal with that. They just want to hit stuff. And <laughs> and as much as we like advocate for bards becoming more of a utilitarian like they used to be, that's why it's not as approachable. People see it as that utilitarian, even though they are jacks of all trades, able to do anything within a party yeah. at this point in five e. I kind of want to say that's on you as the player for not doing like a tad bit of research into what you like before I play oh, it anything. Is, yeah, because before I play anything, I always like to sit there and see what what all are my options. I usually have a concept in mind, and I kind of work backwards. We talked about this in a previous episode how we build our characters. So if you don't do your research to understand that the bard can damn near do just anything anybody else does, you would know. But it, like I said, I think that druids get the uh, an unreasonable amount of hate. Because a couple of these polls that I'm looking through, and I've looked oh. through a couple of these photos, the druids are constantly at the bottom. And I, I think part of it is also the image of what a druid and a bard should be. Um, you know, that we... The druid being the the tree hugging hippie, uh, you know, 
character, in, you know, in a lot of the popular media and history and, and that kind of stuff where, you know, they're, they're one with nature uh, character that that typecasting may be what turns some people who, you know, I want to play a grizzly kill them all hope murder hobo. But you did. And which I, which I did as a as a as a druid as, as idea. I, I, I play against job. those types, but a lot of people, <laughs> when they take the uh, the character class, they're also taking the concept from the popular media and applying that that they ha- in order to be a druid, they have to play this tree hugging hippie, I'm nature tell- lover, vegetarian. You know, which I, is totally I, unappealing. They don't realize that, yes, you can play the murder hobo druid. I've done it. You can. But a lot of people, it, that, that when they're thinking of their concept, that just doesn't trigger. There, I mean, think of PETA. Yeah. Like, PETA's... PETA, really PETA. good bread. No. I'm thinking of, like, the eco-terrorist group PETA. And if you're a PETA listener, I'm sorry, man, but it's, it's true. Yeah. But and, you guys... That's that's a tree hugging hippie right there. Right. That's but that's I got murderous intent. You know, the bard also suffers from that same, uh, you know, oh, he, you, you're going to be the seduce the dragon, uh, you know, always I, a little I, bit flamboyant I kind feel, of entertainer. I feel uh, like bards can uh, bards depends on the person who plays it. Yeah. You have to be a social person, in my opinion. You probably need to be a social person to be able to play a bard yeah. well, it, it depends. If you, I don't it, think you need right. to be a social person to be a bard no, See, I, just, there's two different philosophies though when you're when you're using classes there's these classes are a toolkit of abilities mm-hmm. and then there's these, they're an archetype right you know if you're if you take the bard as a toolkit of abilities you can come up you know the spy bard the uh, you know uh, jack of all trades something that's not the Standard I bard can be from media. anything I want to be bard. Bards, exactly. bards are pretty much. But then if you go with the archetype cool. style, the archetype style, you're gonna go with the uh, uh, the toss a, toss a coin to your Witcher guy. Um, Jack. Jaskier. Jaskier. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I'm blanking on Dandelion his name. Dandelion for the game players. Yeah. Dandelion. You're you're gonna go with that if if you're looking at the bard as an archetype rather than as a set of skills. Yeah, and, and the same is gonna be true for a lot of these classes. And some people don't like. The archetype that's a, that's a yeah. There, there's a lot of stereotypes when it comes to different classes. Yeah, and I feel like playing against those stereotypes have been probably some of my favorite characters. Right, yeah. and, and I think the the monk is a, a perfect example of this. Is the monk does not work well for its archetype. It works well as a character class as a bucket of skills, but a lot of the stuff you would think would be a monk would be good with, like for example, uh, the weapon you choose. You don't really want to use a bow staff as a monk, because you, you don't want to use a two-handed weapon because you lose things like your flurry of bows and those kind of things. Unless you take a feat to get the bonus action attack with it. Yeah, but, but, but that's you, a waste of. But like, yeah, you're wasting a feat that way. And but the archetype, when you think of a, a kung fu monk, what weapons do you think of them using? The bow staff, katanas, size. I don't think of them as katanas. Nunchucks. What's the uh, what's the? F- I, well, I it's was kind of like the f- Ninja Turtle weapons. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> but I was thinking more like the flail. <laughs> I was thinking more like the flail and stuff like that, like the one uh, the ball that you can kick around and stuff. The nunchucks, yeah, I get yeah. that. But but, but um, there are no nunchucks. The there are no size in D and D, and technically, yeah, you there's can a, use a short Kuma. sword as a. Aren't there Kuma? In the- not nope. not in the official nope. rules. Nope. You, you, see- you can reskin stuff and you can make your own. But the the one 
Truly, so monk weapon that's in there is so, the bow staff. Hold that's on, a bad hold choice. on, hold on. You're telling me we have figured out how to create Hogwarts into freaking goddamn D and D, but we can't figure out how to make Asian weapons? There's a little bit of stereotyping yeah. going on here. And, well, and we've embraced Asian, European weapon, culture. I mean, an Asian weapon, a dagger, and a kunai are pretty much the same thing. You just have yeah. to skin them appropriately. Yeah. 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 It, it depends on the culture you're from, because we could also go back into medieval times, and you could look at like side swords and everything else, or then you yeah. could take that same side sword. The difference between a, a, all I'm a, saying a is throwing is knife and a throwing star. Yeah, a difference between uh, a glaive no. and whatever the hell those ninjas use. No, because that you, long you, staff with the blade at the end. Yeah, of the uh, you're, you're, you're more likely. To, yes. you're more likely to hurt yourself with a throwing star than you are with well, a throwing knife. And you can any DM can go. Okay, well a katana is a longsword with a slashing property. Yeah, that's. I'm just saying, how Maybe lazy are we really is the fact nice. that we created a whole Harry Potter D&D book, but we can't do like something around like the Asian stuff that but, everybody uh, knows five, and likes. Five, 5e has not. Some older editions, they had the card. They tour, had all that, right. Tour, yeah. yeah, where you, you had the Asian well, guess adventure. guess what you're not playing right now? Well, Older so, editions. See, well, and that, that fits into that I stereotype, but when I first started playing D&D, when I thought of monks, I thought of the old Catholic pugilist monks that came out and rocked your shit with like... Let's throw some hands, yeah, baby. Really. <laughs> like uh, and these hands are going to send you straight to God. They used maces and stuff like that. They were unarmored monks, and they used quickness in order to, you know, uh, do their stuff. They weren't the crusaders; they were the actual holy men. But they knew, had to know how to fight. So, but then, then again, and technically, in those times, the paladin was a form of monk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know Technically, they were ordained by the church to of be course. monks. I, so. the I way, don't have a history uh, lesson. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't have a history book. <laughs> My favorite way to play <laughs> so monks is ranged, anyway. Monks? Give them, yeah, give them a bow and let them stand in the back. They deal that no. D12, give them the poisoner feet. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that, all you did was create a rogue. Right, but that, that, that is exactly what you created with, was the rogue. Without sneak attack. Yeah. Without, but then when you need to get, it's a medium fighter. You can stand in the medium of the group and move up if you need but to. But everybody can technically do that. So you, you, like I said, you're just taking away what makes you know, what makes the rogue special. But that goes where if if you're using the monk skills That's in a different do. way than their archetype, and that that would be a using it in a different way. Of course, than their archetype. I I also like going like heavily leaning into a stereotype to the point where it's parody. I mean, look at Bolg. Well, yeah, that that's. Where Loke the Bard came from. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just lean into much it where so all hard. Your, yeah, all of your your ideas came from. All of your yeah. characters came from. Yeah. It's just the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a stereotype. He, guy. Even when I intended not to, I, I intended to go ninety degrees from the stereotype when I created Loke originally. Still didn't work that way. He wound up the stereotype. Here's so here's a question for you to get back. Uh, you know, off, off the topic of like creating weird, weird classes that are another class. Anyways, it's back to like on the most hated classes and stuff. And the one that kind of like skipped by and we really didn't talk about. It, and I know a lot of people when you go to create one, a lot of people refuse to play. That I've met, it's a paladin. No. I'm actually currently playing a paladin, and can I say I really enjoyed it up until about what level are we eight now? Are we 10 now? I don't remember. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it up to a certain point, and uh, I felt like it, it dropped off on some bits of it. I I I think it's hard to create a paladin because they have to have very even stats because they're spell because they get spells that require wisdom. They're they're strength based. They also have to have like they have to have a very even stat set, which yeah. makes them a little bit more complicated well, to play. The spells are charisma based. Charisma based in five, yeah. yeah. In five well, years. oh yeah, that's right. Charisma. That's right. Wisdom. Yeah, my bad. Old editions. It was so, wisdom. 
and that tells you how long it's been since I've played a paladin. But the thing yeah. is, is now you look at this, and now you have to have because you also have to be strength because you're kind of an up you're an upfront fighter as a paladin. Uh, but if you don't have a whole lot of strength because you need your charisma, okay, but you also need dexterity because you got to be able to avoid stuff. You can't just like face tank. But oh, guess what? Now you also need constitution because you got to have health. All right, that's three out of five, uh, six of your stats right there. So, well, and that was always the thing with the even the old school paladins, rangers, uh, you know, they were the, the specialty classes that you needed extra extra skills on like the fighter was you just needed strength the paladin you needed strength and wisdom in the old ones now it's strength and charisma i feel like there's uh, a word here that we're that we're avoiding and i think that word is skill cap i feel like every class has its own skill cap and i feel like that's why there's a lot of popularity with a human fighter and then you get into the lower ones like druid i believe has a higher skill cap uh, paladin needs more stats to be okay and then you have to be able to do that okay there is a skill cap to different classes, and they make they make an easy class to where you can just use a certain uh, you know this class yeah. with this subclass, and that's a good one, and it's a, and it's an easy uh, skill cap. And then if you start digging into the bigger ones, like lore bard, that has a higher skill cap because you have to start looking at other classes. No, Lizards, I, I would say that any of the bards are very low skill cap. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that one out well, there. It depends well, on what you're doing with them. Yeah, it depends what you're doing, and also there is the you know. The multi-class aspect of it. These numbers probably take into account how many of these people are, you know, created this, this class, but they did it as a dip for two or three levels with another class as a multi-class. Yeah. I've, had, I've had a lot of thoughts about dips whenever we talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure that we can talk about that a little. And, and there's <laughs> there's certain classes like the cleric, where you're getting a lot of that that front-loaded power, that one-level dip. One-level dip of cleric is the only way you can get heavy armor without actually having heavy armor as a beginning. So you can do a wizard, do a one-level dip into cleric at any time, and that's the only way you can get heavy armor because that you have to choose your type of cleric off the beginning, and there's certain types of cleric that give you heavy armor immediately because it's part of the... Yeah. Yeah, Class, it's like the, the it's not part of the, the uh, forge domain. Yeah, yeah, forge life, uh, and tempest, tempest, and a couple of other ones. War, I know that one. Does. It's really yeah. weird that the life domain is a heavy, is a heavy armored uh, cleric class because cure wounds yeah. is a touch spell. Mm-hmm. But that's my justification. How many? How many of these eleven percent of clerics that you're they're showing on this list are multi class things that did a dip in cleric just to get. Well, that's, and that's heavy the thing. Armor. Heavy so, armor and maybe healing word to, to pop their people back up when they fall. A little bit of backstory uh, before this episode, uh, we were talking about it. We tried actually setting up a a, a post over on our Facebook, uh, Chef Bolg and the Pirate Cabot's Facebook. Go there. Give us a like. You get to see free memes. You'll know when new episodes are coming out. All you got to do is just like the page. But we tried setting up a post where we were going to give a poll and let everybody out there listen, but Facebook would not let me do it. and It was annoying. And that was actually going to be something that I, I thought about at throwing in there to the poll was a uh, and multi class down at the bottom just as his own subsection. I I would like to say that I'm just going off the cuff that saying that the the ones that we're looking at right now here on this sheet that's like I said three years old. I'm just going to say that they are OGs. I'm playing this class all the way through because I, I I'm looking at the class. We're not really diving into the subclasses right now. We're just looking at the class itself why is this class hated and why is it really not that bad is it was the idea behind this episode and you know now yeah. we're just sitting here just like shitting on all the classes <laughs> that we just don't They're like all bad. <laughs> they are all bad and they can all be bad yeah yeah they can be right um but if you go down the list here if we do that in alphabetical order the very first one is going to be artificer where do you think that one ranks 
I think the Artificer actually is like not ranked at all. And on this list, it's not ranked the, at all. But the I Artificer would say is not a real class. It's not. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go agree with that. There's the Artificer is not as much as you want it to be, and as much as it seems cool when you only have one subclass that's worth a damn. And that's really it. The, and they the, seem to have abandoned it. Yeah, yeah. they've already pretty much D and D sixth edition has said like, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, we're not going to go yeah, back I, to this right I, now. I looked at the uh, statistics on Reddit, and I was looking at like people's percentages on what they like and dislike and everything else, and all of the percentages I looked at is the Artificer was at, like, 1%. Yeah, like, I mean... Not many people. Like, they liked the idea of it, and it was not executed properly. And, no. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's a 13th class... It really should have been a subclass of, say, a wizard or a cleric or somebody, you know. Yeah. Um, that or a sorcerer. I, I wouldn't say yeah. cleric. I'd say either wizard or sorcerer. Yeah, because it, it, it should have been a subclass is the it, short version. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of being its own separate class, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't carry the weight. And it's very spe- setting-specific the way that they actually did it. Yeah, because... So it's not an actual core class to bring in. Like, you're not going to bring in the artificer... So into like, uh, sand and sandals, you know, type of game. Right. The way it's designed. I mean, you could you could create an artificer that would work in a sand and sandals game, but the one they created is much more of a high steampunky. Yeah, it's a steampunk uh, thing. So, all right, let's let's go on. So we we already say artificer so, is just bad, just because it is bad. There's no. Is, is there any redeeming to the artificer outside of the outside of the artillerist? Is there any redeeming of it there right was, now? There, if you could redeem that class. We need more crafting type classes. And if you're in a, a heavy role play type of campaign rather than a heavy combat type of campaign, the artificer could be very useful and very I mean, you said if you're you're you know So why not why not just create a whole Sim craft- City instead of uh, instead of, you know, an RPG where you're you're building your economic empire. So why not re- create like just a better crafting system instead well, of creating but, a crafting class? So there you go. You've heard my arguments to do that right, yeah. in the past. As well. So artificer, there's there was, no saving there was, that one. There was one cl- or one build I thought was that was really a niche kind of thing that I really wanted to try with artificer and I never did. Um, is that I wanted to create a artificer that gave away all of his stuff. Um, so like, you know, they get boons for like, you know, plus one weapons, plus one armor. Yeah. What what are those things called? I can't think of the name of them right now. Infusions. Infusions. So I always thought of one that was like, you know, here's, and the best way I could see using that was the, uh, the alchemist one, because you could build different, um, like you could build different potions. You could do sorts of things like that. That was the only way that I ever thought I would actually play an artificer. A a true support artificer rather than Mm a tank artificer. Correct. Here's your shit. Here's all the stuff you need. Uh-huh. I'm going to sit back here, and I'm going to watch to see what the hell yeah, happens. I'm, and I'm, if you need a heal, I'll run over there and use yeah. one of my spell okay. slots to heal you. All right, So that, but that's still not enough. To, I, honestly, I don't no, think I, that's enough to save the class. Again, I never played it. Yeah. I, I thought about yeah. it. I never played it. All right, so let's move on. We'll go down off of alphabetical order. Why, they're ba- why people consider they, them to be bad, which I don't think any true class is truly bad except for the, the damn bard. But, I mean, yeah. Which which one, one of y'all? Barbarian. Which one did y'all let? Which one of y'all did I, did I let talk me into adding that little bit of bardic charisma at the end of the damn intro? <laughs> it was you, you little bastard. No. Oh man, no. oh, let's it go. A, it was a charm person spell. Ah, you <laughs> shit person. I feel like he used his own inspiration to do it. Oh, I hate all y'all. Oh, barbarian. I don't think the barbarian is hated. I actually think the barbarian is probably. If I had to 
just looking well, at this list, I would honestly say that this list is somewhere. The generic barbarian is is very popular. There are certain. If you're not playing the totem barbarian, you're a very odd. You're, you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah, with it. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will personally go out and say on them. I think Zealot's better. I think Zealot and I think Berserker are better. I think they're fun. I and feel, I think yeah. I feel like if you go further in the game, Zealot's a lot better. Oh yeah. At, at the beginning of the game, literally totem too angry to die. Yeah. I <laughs> wish Berserker would give you the feat of like fight or like the ability to fight with two uh, two single handed weapons. While you rage without having to like burn your like if you as long as you are wielding two weapons you can rage at the same time, and that way you can kind of get like that Nordic du- dual wielding axe kind of like barbarian. And that's the only thing I would change about Berserker to make it a little bit more fun. I enjoy the Berserker yeah. barbarian. I, I think but that if they when you compare the the abilities you're getting from these other these other subtypes to resistance to everything but psychic. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big so. Big we difference. we yeah. need to fix that, and and, and that's an episode. You can now get resistance to psychic. That, you can that's also an play a, the Zaladesh or whatever that thing is called, mm-hmm. and by a, by erase their resistance to psychic. So there's mm-hmm. a way to be resistant to everything by playing a Zaladesh. Yeah, barbarian but tome. Barbarian. I think that's that's a conversation is how we fix like some of the damage types, and that's a conversation for another time. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, I think that that psychic damage is ridiculous uh, to anything, not uh, coming from us to the enemies and the enemies to us. So. Yeah. Because I think if you're a strong-minded person, you should be able to have, like, wizards with high intelligence should have at least some kind of resistance to psychic. That's why you have a saving throw to intelligence in most psychic classes. Most, not all. Some are wisdom. Yeah, exactly. But most most spells are, Yet again, conversation for another time. This is why I have ADHD. The Barbarian. I but think yeah. I don't. I don't think the barbarian is a hated class. I think the barbarian no. is actually a very loved class. Yeah, but it's 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 a very limited class. Also, you are basically playing the party's tank. Uh, I played uh, one as I played one as the DPS, and I have to say that I enjoyed playing a DPS barbarian it, because there was another tank there. If it wasn't for that, I totally would have uh, would have done it. But as as a DPS, you're going to be behind the the paladin or the the rogues uh, paladin? I, I think because I think you're rogues, not getting yes. those. I think we get too much into this idea that the game needs a tank because right. nowhere in the, nowhere in the rules does it say that you need the holy trinity and right. we talked about this before mm-hmm. in the past too mm-hmm. like nowhere does it say that you, we have to have the holy trinity a dps yeah. a healer but we all all of us have played an MMO or a video game of some sort like that and that's what we try to do because but, we know that that's optimal yeah but none of the none of the Barbarian skills really lend to them being, say, the face, or you know, any yeah, of these other intelligence, charisma, dumb stats. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're not going to be your your Which wilderness survival. You make the barbarian the face with the charisma, I, dumb stats. It's great. I would say so. I think like yeah. I think if you have a negative charisma, you should be better at intimidation. I can see that. I, I will anybody, say that yeah. I was very excited that they created a sub rule, and I don't remember where this was, and I don't know if this was a home rule with a game I played or if I whatever. There was somebody who did strength as a uh, intimidation. That seems yeah. like a James thing. And using that, it was really good as long as you're using intimidation, the strength purpose for it. Like I walk into a bar, I take my axe, I slam it into a table, break the table, and I'd be like, you know, and that's I, my intimidation. I want to say it was James because I think I did that. That with, sounds uh, like a James thing. Teresa, uh, my barbarian from back then. Right. I grabbed a enemy and ripped him in half and got right. advantage of my intimidation role. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. And, I and barehanded of, just 
Yeah, Rift. so instead of using intimidation as a charisma, I think that there's, again, home rule ways to be yeah. able to make it better. Right. Again, we're off topic again. Yeah. No, we're, I mean, we're yeah. talking about, the, you know, right. why the class is good and stuff mm-hmm. like that and why it's not. It, so it let's, fits its niche. Yeah. But, yeah. but Barbarian also, like we were saying, about the human fighter being very popular because it's easy. And Barbarian's another one that has got a low learning curve. It was yeah. my first class I ever played. I, I created a Barbarian named Diaria because why not? <laughs> and uh, whenever I made them, it was the very first class I ever made. And uh, it, it's still one of my favorite nostalgic classes that yeah. I use. And yeah. I really like I like Theo, too, with your Barbarian uh, uh, nerd right. rage. So that was that was fun. Um, I play into the opposites of what you're supposed to do, right? Don't Don't stick to the subclass. Yeah. Uh, or don't stick to the stereotype of it. I had a high intelligence barbarian, and uh, so whenever I went into it, it was it was a very smart guy. And then just you know, my rage was a quiet, um, you know, nerd rage kind of thing. You know, I I, I don't even want to go to like autistic, they do not but like, wear you know, red shirts yeah. in Star Wars. <laughs> Right, so it was just it that was a really good one, and uh, and uh, it, it was it was a lot of fun to play. Oh, all right, move. It, it, stay out of the stereotypes, and you'll have a lot more fun. And yeah. uh, barbarians can also, you know, take over for the rogue if there's not one in the party. Just send them in to find the traps. They'll find them. They'll set them off, but they'll find them. Yeah, that that <laughs> turns damage around. resistance just yep. turns around. Why is everybody dead? Is they're like suffocating in a gelatinous cube? You know, because he set it off. All right, so uh, to the next class, the cleric. Oh, uh, you missed Bard. I didn't miss Bard. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I skipped. knew what I was doing. Because the Bards are the greatest automatically. So. I hate Bards. Bards I, have their issues. Bards I think do. Bards should literally be the most hated class in the game right now because of everything they can do. Plus, they they are the most stereotypical class I have ever seen, ever will see, ever Don't. been a part of. Every time you play, see somebody playing a Bard, what are they doing? They're trying to seduce it. They're trying to do. They do a lot of the same things. And I know you're giving me a dirty look, and you are the biggest goddamn victim of it, Bolg. I know you. I know what you try to do. You are the biggest victim. Uh, biggest victim of it. Did, did you were in that game uh, where I played the dad joke bard? Did I try to seduce a thing? All the moms. We no. were yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, you did not. No. Uh, Dravanon's yeah. uh, bard. You don't do it every time. I just said you're one of the yes. biggest. You're the one of the biggest guys that I know does it. We, so I will tell you that you can use a bard to get to to fill any role like we talked about before. It is a jack of all fill trades. Fill any role, fill any hole. So that too. Um, <sighs> we did a magic. What was it? it was Why a did magic I bring you school along? campaign. Yeah. And I ended up playing your a, Harry Potter campaign. Yeah, it was yeah. a Harry Potter campaign. I hate all of you. And when we did that, we were told that we could not. Well, we would have a very hard time choosing a class that was not a full spellcaster. Even halfcasters were going to be a, a problem. And so again, the Holy Trinity. You know, you can do a full caster for healing. You can do a full caster for damage. But doing a full caster tank was something that not a whole lot of people thought about. And again, Holy Trinity, you don't need it, but it's useful to have a tank. I created a. Part of College of Swords. College, College of Swords, Swords thank yep. you. And with that, I did a. I feel like I did a really good job with medium armor, and you know, I was able to play a tank. My AC at some points were twenty nine because yep. of the way it rolled and everything else. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely. When you add, yeah, I didn't spell stuff. That yeah, and then I had a. And uh, then the bardic cl- inspiration die. Yep, yeah, and then there was a cleric that was casting Shield of Faith on me mm-hmm. and a couple of other things. My AC was absolutely ridiculous, but when I did get hit. I was in a lot of trouble because I did. I had a D8 as a hit yep. die, so yeah. it was it was a problem. But they can fill a role. They do have their niches. Not my favorite class. Actually, my least favorite class. I would say, like, I would uh, like 
everybody else puts them over because they like, oh, it's the charisma. They're, they're so outgoing and personable. Man, drop them things off the face of the earth. No one wants to play a bard anymore. All right, so then we move on to Wait, the... one more thing. Oh. The, the sense of... Um, the sense of happiness I get from getting an inspiration from somebody else is by far the best reason I like a bard in my party. I'll, I like having a bardic inspiration. I like All the right. way the new bardic inspiration works. I, I have not looked into you it. You gotta yeah. go okay. listen to last. I like getting a bardic inspiration. I don't like playing a bard. I get you. Short, so that's short why version: the play test favorite. has it as a reaction. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yep, it's a reaction to somebody failing their role. Oh, so the bard uses their reaction yes. to cast inspiration on to them. cast inspiration on As the person who failed their role is used immediately. And yeah, so so you're not giving a bardic inspiration to somebody who then holds it for the ten minutes and doesn't use it and it fades away to nothing. So it's cutting words, but yes. a boost as yeah. a, as yes. opposed yeah. to a, yeah. a bane. Yeah. Okay, right. and I'm on the opposite spectrum. Bard's one of my favorite classes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you Just, know what? That, and, and, and that says a lot about for, you as a person. It's not for th- those reasons. It is yeah. not. It's because they can be utilitarian. I can shift and mold to whatever the party needs at the moment. Why don't you just play? Why don't you instead of shifting and molding and try to be a yes man? Why don't you try to be an a, an outgoing individual character? But yeah, that's my. That's, that's that is done that, with bards. That involves, done with bards right there. That, it involves that, a personality. Yeah. And in some points, so I, I don't have a personality. Yeah. <laughs> Other days I do, other days I don't. I, on, I, I hate bards. I, I hate bards. I, I, the sixth edition is actually getting me to like bards again. But anyway, okay. cleric. I don't think any, I've never met anybody that actually has anything bad to say about the clerics. I have the, one problem with a cleric, and that? it's that people think cleric means healer. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, if you do not label cleric with healer, then cleric is an yeah, amazing my class. My second the legacy that I played in Five E was a war cleric, and I still love her to death. Yeah, yeah. no, like clerics are great. The, I, I've the no- clerics used to be back in Second Edition. The last person to show up that hadn't picked their class got stuck playing the cleric because they were the worst class. Really, in the old editions, they couldn't do anything. You you were the heel bot. You you right. sat back in the back, hiding, hoping not to get hit, right. and then you would uh, heal. And then jump back in your hiding spot again. Right. Um, they were terrible. And, and what did we learn? The thing most fixed in Five E, I think, is the cleric. The cleric is probably come to the most prominence I think it's ever been in. It's probably my second favorite class. That yeah. we it's have. it's one of the I think three classes that I've identified that you could have an entire party of, and they would not have any issues whatsoever in the game. Yeah, they're really, they're really, they're really solid. Like clerics, like I said, when it comes to them, and that's why I love. According to this chart, eleven percent of people still play them. They're really good. Yeah, well, and they're almost necessary to have you. I mean, as much as people don't want to be the healer, I don't mind being the healer. You need you have you. The most campaigns, you need somebody who's going to heal and bring you back from the brink of death. You need somebody uh, with healing words. Yeah, that's what yeah. You need. and. and you know, if you like playing that support character, yeah. they've got they've got the the bless and the banes. And, I, the, and, and again, you can play against stereotype. You can play the pharmacist, but then when you get angry, you play the harmacist, and you're just going around <laughs> smacking people. Yeah. You can, it's like if you're playing Overwatch and you're playing Mercy, and then you're like, you know what? These people don't need my heals. You pull out your gun, and then you're no. no you're, you're thinking of playing Diva, and you get yeah. knocked out of your mech, and all of a sudden you're murking people with the bunny blaster. But I, I think yeah. that the cleric is is by far probably one of the more classes that you. It's very yeah, nice, and it's also got the advantage of you're getting your subclass at level one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I li- least like about 5e's system 
what it was a good idea that just doesn't work really well is the way they've tiered different classes getting their subclasses at different levels where you know cleric gets it at level one whereas the monk doesn't get it to level three you know and, so, and that disadvantage to the monk versus the cleric where you're getting it right away so you are getting you are a light cleric from day one you are not a cleric who later becomes a light cleric so the only thing that i would give to clerics that i think that they need is a more a bonus action based on proficiency is like a smaller heal that doesn't involve your spell slots. And that was the only, the only thing that I would say to fix or a cantrip level heal that only they can learn. Something that, that just, uh, it can be a part of the a domain for all I care or something that just gives them that little bit I of could, edge to push them. I could see that. A cantrip that's a bonus action that grants proficiency uh, proficiency bonus I, uh, HP. Yeah. I, I could see doing like a like the... Uh, but make it touched so that... Like the, yeah, like I, the, I'm down like for touch. The, like it's got to be tough. Paladins lay on hands... But I, 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 cu I couldn't see a like a, a cantrip or a non-spell slot. It's, it's a like a deep. Is, is a, it's, it's, it, I feel like using a cantrip. The healing word is already so incredible. Like, yeah, but spell made it so slot. hard to kill players already. But I, I, and I, and I get that. But this one's, you know, it's yeah. like a D4. This isn't something that, and it, right. it scales. Even if it's just one hit point, though, the fact that one hit point, if you have a way that when your player is down making death saves, that every time... You can make that. You can pop them back up to one hit point. That gets them back in the fight. They're out of death saves, and I, I mean that. That I that, I I think it's just something to give them, like something that makes puts them a little bit, you know, what they do best, a little bit above. I, I yeah. want to go back to clerics aren't healers. They're support classes. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't Cleric, say that. I mean, they, there are very few healing spells. I know there's healing spells, but there are a lot less healing spells in D and D five e than there have been in any of the other editions that I'm aware of. So, and because of that, there's a lot more, and they have a lot more access to support spells. Bane, Bless, those are by far the two best mm -hmm. first level spells that they can use. Um, you also have all sorts of other. Yeah, but those are concentration, and it take and like you can only do one at a time, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, give them a cantrip, something that they can do, because when you start casting something outside of that, you have to stop what you're doing. Uh, the Bane concentration. That's what I'm saying. Making a cantrip, a nice quick bonus action that only does like. It's not powerful. It's like your proficiency worth of healing. So, so that scales out over time, and that's only like what you're going to get five. What's the highest proficiency? Five, right? The Celestial Six. Warlock has something like that. And I think that if they would have made a subclass that was like Celestial Warlock for Cleric, it would have They should never have made Celestial Warlock. It goes against what the Warlock is, but we'll get to that later. But, um, but there's an ability there that gives them a certain pool of hit dice, mm -hmm. uh, of dice that you can yeah, use. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Right? And if they gave that to a Cleric, I feel like that would be better than giving him a cantrip uh it wouldn't be bad yeah it's like your party yeah. all right so we already talked about druids so we're going to kind of like skip druids uh I, I don't favorite. think i i don't we we said that they weren't actually bad like though five percent of people play them they're actually a really good class yeah even though they're one of the least popular they're actually one of the most powerful most versatile i want to say that they're probably the best spellcaster you can get outside of combat because the amount of things that you can do, the travel, they're they are by far the taxi of any client of any class. Yeah, they are the best taxi you can ever get for any class because they have like that turn to miss spell. They have a, um, they have tree stride. They have a whole bunch of others. So they're really great taxi. Um, as far as that goes, because yeah. with w wizards you need like teleport, which is really high. They, yeah. they can also be a big workhorse because they can at a certain point turn into an elephant and just drag shit around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, Again, they're also another one of those though that is a victim of. Their one subclass is so good 
you rarely see the other sub. Even though the other subclasses are bad, Shepard. Shepard's they're amazing. not Shepherd's bad, fun. but the Shepherd's moon is just so good. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. I guess to, you just got to figure out which one of those other is. ones. All right. So moving on, like I said, uh, just we already talked about the druid uh, fighter. Mm-hmm. I think the fighter, the basic bitch, the basic bitch of all classes, and it's really not like no class in the game outside the artificer is the only one that we just haven't been able to redeem for any th- any reason whatsoever. Um, the fighter, I think, has it outside of. I want to. I don't want to think about like the first time player coming in and playing the fighter. I want to think about the guys that have played the game like we have at the level we have to understand like why is why is the fighter hated or what can we do to redeem it if it is hated. So the fighter with RP when you're doing role playing stuff, that's a lot on the player because they don't have abilities that go towards RP at all. It's all yeah. basically combat. And, like, my most recent fighter I played, uh, Hilly, all that RP was taken care of outside of combat because... Yeah, it's all your backstory. I, and yeah. I think I think that they... You're, you're right with that, that they need more RP abilities, things that that help them out. But I think when p- most people play fighters, they're thinking of, like, gladiators and stuff like that. I mean, think about it. The champion is the most picked fighter than the battlemaster and the eldritch knight because the one class, the, uh, the knight, I think is what it is. Eldritch knight? No, there's like, like a the knight cavalier, cavalier, cavalier. Thank you. Yeah. So the cavalier is like probably going to be the mo- the least picked one because of the fact that how often do you actually get a horse, which is like seventy five percent, and that actually is your RP. I would say your RP class right there for the fighter, but nobody gets a horse starting off at the beginning of the game, yeah. and you're you're pretty much bunk when you get off the horse. Right, and I feel like it should have been a paladin subclass with yeah. with clerics. Cavalier. With clerics, yeah. you've got your, your you know whatever deity, your faith path. You're following, you know, with druids, you've got the nature stuff. With warlocks, you've got your patron. With, you know, with paladins, you've got your own. I mean, they, you've got these things that you can base your backstory. Why Why did your character go into this direction? You've got that seed to help germinate some. Even the barbarian has, like, well, my tribe has me doing this stuff. Yeah. yeah. The fighter's like, I like to hit things. Yeah. And I hit them with, I hit them really hard. And and, and why, why are you a better fighter than somebody else who just likes to hit things? So, so we're what, saying, what, you know, so you're not blessed by the god of war. <laughs> you know? So, are we saying like the fighter actually is a bad class? I, that, that's I, I'm like, saying it's a middle of the road. I'm saying class. it's boring. Okay, no, no, you, you, it's a thumbs up or thumbs down. There's no in the middle. It's thumbs up or thumbs down. I would, I, I, thumbs up or thumbs down. I dislike playing basic fighters. Um, okay, an, but, El, an eldritch knight or a rune knight or one of these the rune others. That's really cool. Yeah. That special the, subclass. That's ones why I can it's go. middle of the road because no, they have not. You, you, you got to give it a. It's, no, that's the, the idea. Champ, the champion I'm fighter. It a thumb up. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm giving, giving the champion a fighter a thumbs down. Oh, I'm, that's I'm, my favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all the hate for that one. By far, champion fighter is my favorite. Yeah. Really? If it's, if it's a dungeon crawl, absolutely. I mean, well, if, I, if I'm playing a, a DPS, absolutely. I, the cha- and that's what the champion's good for. But I think the fighter is actually a, a good class because it does have. You can RP it, and it's hard. And that just shows you as a skill as a player. So I, like I said, it's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down thumbs overall. Down. Not thumbs down for me for sure. Thumbs down for yeah, you yeah. as the fighter. Yeah, I, I hate, I've never really liked playing fighters, and the only time I ever liked it was playing a champion fighter. Okay, so if it's a thumbs down, I think the way we say what the one thing to redeem it would be to give it more RP, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it needs it needs a hook in there to the the my favorite fighter I've ever seen was Ron the farmer. I miss. I miss Ron, Ron the farmer yeah. was my favorite, and and he had such a such a 
a weird story that it turned it into good. And it's just because as he was a farmer, his farm went burnt away or something. He, you know, he got, outlawed he, Jesse Wales. It. He, uh, yeah. he he just followed along with us. Yeah, it's outlawed Jesse Wales essentially. Yeah. And then yeah. he just became, and by the end of the campaign, he became a god because we thought it'd be funny to to push him <laughs> into a god. This farmer, yes, all right. uh, had no but, desire for but it, yeah. we forced the RP into it. Yeah, right. yeah, it's awful for for any role. Yeah, and, all right. So and, and yeah, his whole thing was the RP side and yeah. the, and the personality of the player who was playing. Yes, Ron. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, that was that wasn't the fighter. That was. That was the player. The yes. player, yeah. I, I, and that's Again, why I don't down. think it's so easy to thumbs up or thumbs down the class. I, I just don't think you, I, you. We need an answer. People are listening to get the answer. What and, do we and think? My answer well, is down. Down. And my yeah. answer is right, so RP up. down, combat up. Uh, I, it's overall. It's overall. So overall, middle of the road. I'm get, not going to get off the soapbox. Get pick one now. Well, that's that's the idea. Do you like? Okay. Is the what class? about exploration? I, it's I, a tiebreaker. Exploration. Mm. This, they offer two, nothing two, to exploration. Two, two downs, one that's, up. So is... that's a down. There you go. All I'm right. going to go out and say that I like it. Okay. Got, so that's that's okay to up. like it. I like it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm all right, thumbs up. It's okay to agree with me. Yeah, you're yeah. you're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. Don't listen to him. But He's wrong about a lot. I am. For for <laughs> a lot of the stuff where I would play a fighter type character, I would probably either pick up a paladin. Who you know, and, and and shape the paladin to act like you would expect the fighter to be a knight or whatever, or a ranger. But yeah. see, and, um, but fighters I, just so I, comfortable I just, to me that I can just take the fighter and go. Well, now I can play a character. I don't have to that's worry fine. about. That's fine. All like, you can yeah. like the character. Like I said, it's okay to thumbs up it. We. That's the whole point of this. This whole episode is like, is it is it really as bad as they say? Is it? Do we like it? The monk. I, I love monks. I love monks too. I yeah. think it's a thumbs up. I, and, yeah, yeah I th- and I think I think the monk gets a lot of hate because it's it's the archetype versus the skill set. The skill sets are not bad. Monks no, are good. They they do all the fun stuff that rogues do without feeling like you yeah. have to be shoehorned into being but like lawful good or, law, or sorry lawful evil or something like that. Part, part of it also though they they're the victim. They don't get their subclass to level three. They're one of those that you know for the first two levels of monk you're just a basic bitch monk. And then suddenly you become a shadow Which monk. Which doesn't make right. sense to me because I, I feel like if you come from a monastery, they already—it's yeah. the monastery of the sh- of the the hand or the foot clan or things like that. Exactly. Uh, you should already know something about what you're going to be doing. I mean, if you're in the foot clan, you're a warforged. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> but you also like, as a monk, you know, your your main thing that the theme is you're going to want to do the unarmed. You know, punch the guy in the breastplate and the breastplate shatters type monk. Well, you don't get those abilities till like level five when mm-hmm. you're when your hit yeah. dice for your unarmed combat has come up enough and your strikes count as magical. You don't have that at level one and two and those they, low level they need they they have the same problem with the, like the hexblade warlock. There's a lot of abilities that need to be flipped and done around with in general. So I, I like I, I I'm I'm gonna say monk is a thumbs up for me. Yeah, I like the monk. I'm, I'm right. going thumbs down. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite. I think you're just going opposite of me. No, here's why. Um, I think that if you play a long term campaign after level five or so, or maybe even like level six or so, the monk falls tremendously. Sure, they get evasion. Sure, they get all sorts of other stuff. But after you get your extra attack and after you get stunning strike, they're done. Okay, yeah, so you but ha- they're how are you also gonna redeem striking. Them? 
you know four or five times at a D. What is it? Eight. They like, yeah. they you they have a they have a limited resource mm-hmm. to be able to hit four times, and that limited resource also uses things to dash an extra time, which rogues get for free. They also have to use that limited resource to use stunning strike. They also have to use that limited resource. I think that if you got rid of the either key points or you made less things dependent on key points, it would be better. Yeah, okay. if, but, if flurry of blows was just an optional thing that used your reaction. Yeah, I would go for a reaction. I'm down for putting that one on a reaction. Yeah. So, all right. So that's three. So the monk isn't uh, the monk. Three to one. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, we talked about the paladin just just for. Safety sakes, uh, we're gonna, we've already talked about what we do with that. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. For me, it's a thumbs up, even though I don't play them. Okay. Yeah, it's a thumbs up. It's up. Th- thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, I'm a thumbs up too. So Paladin overall loved. I think it, and that goes with it. Yeah, it's the replacement uh, fighter for me. It it's the better fighter. Yeah. Like it, it truly is. Like everything that you yeah, want and, out and of the fighter. In, in the old editions, it Paladin was a subclass of fighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel uh, like their auras make them so much better than anything else. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that if you're using them for their auras and you're using them as charisma-based and that sort of thing, I feel like they are probably one of the best. Um, I think it's just very hard to... That, their damage-dealing capabilities are... As long as you have enough spell slots. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think I think that there's I, I think mean, there's just too much to build. Spells. I think it needs like something when you start a paladin, it should say all your, all your abilities are based off this stat. Because like everything... Because having to have like charisma, strength, and con, like oh. I think if you made it a con-based class, I think it would just be a, it would help it out because it, it is you have to have such a varied of stats because you have to have such such high strength to wield uh, to wear to wear uh, heavier armor and stuff like that. You also have to have certain things. So that's all I'm saying is well, I think there, that there, there uh, are mad and sad classes out there. Yeah, the yeah, paladins are supposed to be the the group leaders, the ones who take charge and are commanding and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's the stereotype type thing, but I don't even think that's the stereotype. I think oh, usually there's a knight in shining armor. The you know, yeah, they are they are the field commanders, the generals. Yeah. All right, uh, so uh, paladin overall loved ranger thumbs down. That's me. Th- this is this is another one. Of, like in the old editions, rangers were the most powerful class in second edition. They were the best class in second edition. Everybody played a ranger, and that's why books like the Forgotten Realms, Dritz books, and all those were written was because those were the most popular. Cl- Everybody wanted to play the Ranger. So back we're not, then. B- but and I get that. So, but we're basing it off current five E. Then where, the current, the the original core Ranger was terrible. I'm sorry, man. That's the thumbs down. The the Gloomstalker is not so bad. The new Tasha's. When you uh, say it's not so bad, it yeah. really means that it is bad. You just you, you're trying to justify why you're doing it. It's kind of like oh, I know cigarettes are bad, but I'm smoking one just because I like the draw. So I I'm just saying there's nothing about the Ranger they they hurt this class coming into 5e and they had they've had many a times to update it and adjust it and they haven't and I think and, the well, ones I think they have and all the new all of the new Rangers after the core ones are decent. It is the core, the core, the three that are in the player's handbook are the bad ones. The Skag Two, Scott, sorry. I say yeah. The Skag didn't bring anything. I, I don't think until okay, like Skag, Skag yeah. I, I, I would say until has... Xanthar's I, I Xanthar's. What? There wasn't a ranger in Skag. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that, okay, so Xanthar's I don't even think had a really good one either. So where where did the Gloomstar Gloomstar Gloom came was just Tasha. Yeah. Xanthar's or Tasha's? That was in Xanthar's. Xanthar's. Yeah, I just there's no you have two good classes, the hunter and the gloomstalker. Because the beastmaster should be, hey, look, I've got my pet that hangs out with me and we do stuff together. There's no nothing that keeps your pet 
leveling with you. Well, there is in the new Tasha's the new Tasha's pets. Mechanics but there's also work much not. Better. But there's also not a whole lot of interaction that RP interaction with them. I disagree. With your pets? Yeah, I disagree. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like I'd love to have like a a, a gun wielding monkey that just hangs out with me. You want to hit be, monkey? Well, yeah, I want to hit that, monkey. So that's the thing with with the new Tasha's one. It, it is a generic stat block that you shape and okay, your yours is a monkey because you pick like. Uh, mammal, avian, or reptile, or something like that. I, I don't oh, man, know. can I get like a crocodile that just has a gun on its back? Yeah, I, I, so you pick what you want your, your animal to be, and it uses the new ranger rule animal companion. And, and see, most DMs know rangers have their faults, so a lot of them will bend the rules on what the ranger can take as a beast. So you're bending the rules for one Wait. class that is very heavily beaten down and not for the other classes that are also... like I, If you're bending the rules of the ranger, man, you, you should be freaking putting a, a cinder block on the damn bard and telling him to swim. He said beast for rangers. There's only one beast master. Yeah, the the, yeah. the all well, rangers should. Yeah. I, and I, I think we talked about this in last episode that all rangers should get like a small pet, something like, and yeah. only the beastmaster gets the one that gets kind of yeah, like. I, I think all all rangers should get a form of like a fine familiar. Uh, it maybe even if it's the fine familiar light where they don't you you know where they they're not a spirit they're. A, if that one dies, you have to go make a new animal friend. I I would say that would be the one way to get me to give the thumbs up to the ranger. If the rangers had that one ability, that would give me the one, thumbs up to replace the ranger. The, we uh, what was it? Replace the beastmaster with like a conjurer who just calls animals to him to, yeah. to fight. So druid shepherd. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, with ranged capabilities. Yeah. So, so that's what, uh, that's what I'm saying. The way I but, I look at this is the same w- what we were just going through with the fighter. I say RP is is up. I say exploration is definitely up. Yeah, it it's depends the, on it's the combat stuff that's down. It well, and I think their it's combat all down, stuff right? is not that bad, even though. I mean, well, yet again, there you go. You're saying not right, that bad, right. but two two out of the three are good. And the one is not bad, so that's a good overall. Yeah, I'm a so he, he said thumbs up. That's, yeah, that's I'm, thumbs I'm, up. I'm the one that said thumbs down. I was just like, I'm not, I, I'm just, there's too much wrong with it. And yeah. if you don't have Tasha's, then you're kind of stuck playing with the bad ones. Yeah. And that's something I think is terrible to the class overall, yeah, the fact that you are reliant on the other books that you may not have. So that right there is enough to tell me that it's a thumbs down class. I feel like it depends on the uh, campaign you run. If you're running a campaign that involves survivability, that involves exploration, that involves all of that, I would play one. If it wasn't that campaign, thumbs down. And you also have to so thumbs down for me. You also thumbs have to work with me. your with the DM more with a ranger because if you pick underground as your your terrain and yeah. this campaign is all in the desert. Yeah. I did um, like that the fact that they you're added. Screwed. I did like the fact that they added urban as like one of yeah. your terrains. That was much needed because like sometimes you're in the city and yeah, it's just the, like the, the bounty you, hunter you, is a ranger. You're but, almost lost out in the frickin' sauce. Just like oh yeah, sure I guess. Uh, I think that some of the do- I think some of your backgrounds should help you add you add to a domain. Like if you're if you are. Um, like a drifter or a nomad or something like that, you should be able to have like the planes and something else. Because you, it, it's what, what it would say like, let's say you're a forest guy, you know how to go into the forest because it's part of your nomadic lifestyle. But yet again, like I said, there's just there's yeah, a, there, too much that they need to do to yeah, there, the ranger there, there, to give a me. Lot, there's a lot with urchin. the ranger that needs, and that's why I guess thumbs down. Need D, DM participation. You need DM participation to make a good ranger. 
urchin background, monkey familiar, uses two swords. Aladdin. Doesn't wear armor. Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin's yeah. a ranger. Yep. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't Aladdin. say Aladdin's a ranger. Aladdin's a... Uh, no, Aladdin's a ranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now you got me there. I can't. I can't argue that out yeah. of that one. I was gonna say he's either. Uh, he was either a fighter, but no. Aladdin. Yeah. All right. Um, rogues. Rogues. Ro- rogues. rogues hands the, up. Give me yeah, a yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up. I don't think anybody has. It, the problem with rogues is everybody plays them as a fucking edge lord. We don't need that. <laughs> yeah, you need more swashbucklers and thieves, and not or, so many goddamn assassins. Yeah. Right. Well, and my least need, favorite class, which is by the, the thief, way, when I did the best research, thief is the one you don't know is a thief. Yeah. When I so, did when I did my research, assassin was by was like everybody's favorite. Into the mic. Oh, okay. Anyhow, so <laughs> um, assassin was everybody's favorite subclass when I did all of my research, and uh, it, it's my least favorite. Outside I, of that, I agree with you. The thief, the thief you don't know is a thief is the best. Yeah, best yeah. yeah. I love the ma- the mastermind was yeah. fun. I like the swashbuckler. I, I just think it's a fun idea because it's yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it's not because of my roguish ability. The fact that I took on an entire pirate ship and walked away with nothing but good looks alone. But I uh, I enjoy I enjoy the rogue. I think it's it's got a lot of great classes that you can either be the front line guy up there doing some major deeps, or you can kind of like be in the back and kind of like controlling things from the shadows with the mastermind. There are too many. Like the rogue is overall a well designed class. <laughs> or running up on a horse and yeah. shooting a guy in the face and running back to the back lines again. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, all right, sorcerer. Uh, this I it's as much up. as I as as much as I don't wanted to give it to it, uh, it does get a thumbs up from me. I think that the subclasses really, yeah, it, it's kind of like the rogue. It has really well designed subclasses. I'm not a fan of the sorcerer. Okay. Uh, Why? I, I, one, I I don't think we need another charisma caster. We don't. I would actually, um, if I if I had to say something, I would change that they would either be wisdom or intel. I would say they'd be con. Yeah, con, a con, con caster would be, be cool. N- would be cool because yeah. then you have a wizard who's not a glass cannon, which and, would be, and you don't use spell slots. You use hit points. Yeah, yeah. So you're burning energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be actually pretty dope. So yeah, something like that I could go for. The current, it's wizard light is. Yeah, they get some like it the better features. It has such a high skill cap. I think it's the yeah. skill cap. I think that if you have somebody who can think their plan through, it's a lot better. I think it also re- requires well, like a smaller party too, because if you have a huge party and you're trying to like twin cast and do a bunch of stuff at the same time, and you have a little bit too many variables in the situation, some some of the most fun things though about a sorcerer will actually hurt you in the long run. Like if if you may if you. Because you're limited with your number of spells you can know, and and so you go thematic, I'm a red dragon sorcerer, mm-hmm. and you take every fire spell, every, you know, heat resistance, uh, you know, type thing, and you come up against something that's immune to fire, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yep. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. I, and and I, that's, that, but thematically, that's the kind of a sorcerer should be. A sorcerer should be very elementally based, in my opinion. I think, uh, or, I think or the very thematic, or, the... or you know. Can we all agree though? The wild magic is just fun to play. Oh, because it's the best sorcerer ever. Because with the old school wild magic tables, the ones that could like literally just end the world in a blink of an eye. Well, and and that's the thing the the odds of you're actually going to hit something on those tables every time a wild magic sorcerer is killed. At least some party members. Every I, time I've I ever had myself one, myself using it, but I feel like the the and, and 
you were the DM for this one, I feel like the availability of being able to roll on the table is so low now in 5e yeah. that it's just not really that fun because first the dm has to ask you to do it then you have to roll a 20 and then once you roll that 20 or whatever it is then you have to roll on the table right so it's not it, you very often don't use it anymore so when we did it he was able to give me an extra spell like i could empower or you know push myself past my limits and then i'd have to roll on the table to be able to do it i think and that's I think, why i rolled so many times and that's how i blew myself up yeah, well, that's I, how you blew yourself up so early Yes. Yeah, but I think that's... You would have still blown yourself up eventually, but you may have had enough hit points to survive it right. by that. Yeah. I, I think yeah, yeah. that's... But that's that's okay. I like that. I think I mean, like if you go off a con base, like you're you're empowering yeah. yourself based off your health. So I... I, I like that idea. I, I think that would actually be a fun thing. I, the and Sorcerer still has my thumbs up, but I think that would make missing, it like a double thumbs up. That's something that's missing. In, 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 you know, they've got some a character who's based on every stat but con. That's because they don't want to make a single character with one stat because everybody tries to put some sort of points into con because that's their hit points. And if you dump every single point that you can or you make the whole thing into a con-based okay. thing, okay, so then most it, people don't You don't make it do wisdom it. as their secondary and... Con as their primary con with secondary wisdom. You'd so have to you do have something. A wisdom, your wisdom modifier reduces the amount of hit points that you take away. Something like that because you would be, you know... You may want to push yourself, but then your subconscious is like, nah, you're not going to kill yourself but doing this, bro. Even if you've uh, given nah, yourself man, I'm, the 20 I'm, I'm almighting it all the way, bro. Yeah, you got to go beyond plus ultra bed. You're not, I mean, you're still not going to have barbarian yeah, no. hit all right. points. We got two classes left and we get running out of time. All right. So wait, did anybody actually come up to a consensus of? Oh uh, no, it's it's, it's, it's thumbs up. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. he's thumb, yeah. he thumbs down. We're yeah. thumbs up. What so are you? Down. Yeah. Down. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. two two. All right. I I I think it's I think it's an I I could see that. I think the, the the issues that you guys have with it are enough to balance it out. Warlock, thumbs up all the way, baby. And nobody's getting goddamn Eldritch. <laughs> no one's getting de uh, Devil Sight for free. I like the the role play and thematic things. For the warlock, a I, lot of the classes have some issues. The subclasses have major issues. Outside the original three, yeah. the subclasses have major Which, issues. You said the celestial shouldn't be. I think it's absolutely. I don't think the celestial should be because I think the celestial that's divine. And when you're thinking of divine, I think you're thinking of now cleric. You're going into the stereotype stuff. But that's you are the celestial. If you combine, I no, because because Cthulhu, <laughs> Cthulhu's not a demon. Cthulhu's an uh, is a other world god. So. I, I would so. go. I would go <laughs> so far as now to say they should combine the warlock and the paladin into one unified class. That if you go on the divine side, you find you're called the paladin. You go on the dark side, you're called a warlock. But the I, abilities are. I could see that, and I would, I would definitely, because that would make Cause it. Because it, it is, pack, I think the warlock should be a melee, a melee spellcaster. Like, and I agree with that. I, I would, I would be okay with them merging those classes because the celestial. When you think of, even when you don't think, even if yeah. you read the description of the celestial, it talks about divine angels, and it's very anti of what the warlock. Divine. Very rarely do you still get, giving your soul to a higher power for power. That would still be a cleric, though. Nope. That's the thing when you're no, stealing with God. And that's why I was saying more. It's more like the paladin, where you're making an oath. Yeah, you're you're making this oath to this higher you're, being. You're, so you could be giving your soul to an angel of uh, an angel of death, and you don't want to do that. But that's how you get your power. I'm okay. not sure that an angel of death is what you're. If you're giving your soul to the angel of death, you're you're just dead. They don't need anything from you. They got the one thing that the angel of death Except is there for. Is a soul. And, 
cause more death. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think the celestial should still be there. I think that that kind of like feels into the divine, and that's when you're thinking of cleric. And I think the warlock it, should be anti-divine, and that's and that's okay because I well, the cleric having the having the uh, the pure opposite of the cleric would honestly be the warlock, and it's somebody that deals well, with see, demons and otherworldly you gods. You can also have the dark cleric where you are dealing with dark. Gods. I don't think Absolutely. there should be a dark cleric. Clerics of uh, Merkel, clerics of Baal, clerics of Asmodeus—they absolutely exist. It's not based on the deity themselves as much as it is their faith in the deity. I there's a reason that the death cleric was put in the in the DMG, mm-hmm. and I feel like the reason why is because it's it's so abnormal that it should have been a warlock. Yep, and I and I However, still say that the celestial. Uh, your patron is a powerful being from the upper planes. You have bound yourself to an ancient Temperian solar Kirin. Uh, that word's all blocked out. Another uh, entity that resides in the planes of everlasting bliss. When you're a warlock, you are not doing things for bliss. All right. You mean- well, it's just like the Fey Pack warlock, where you're, you know, where you've 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 made an oath to the Summer Queen or the the Winter Queen, but- Winter Queen. But that's in exchange for power from the Fey realm instead of from. Yeah, maybe you're like I understand wanting now. to make a healer class for the warlock, yeah. but I don't think the celestial well, is the way the, to that's do the it. Thing. I don't think the celestial should be a healer class. Mm-hmm. But they have specific. They, they should but be if you're specific, bur- like light base. If you're burning thing, you know. if you're burning things with hellfire, that kind of starts breaching back yeah. into what the cleric and the paladin are doing. I'm but, I'm with you, and I see what you're saying, and I think that uh, you're right. Like the paladin, a, should, like a radiant damage, uh, warlock so that divine that, sorcerer. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking for a divine sorcerer. That that's what they, they shouldn't have been a healer class. I, I no, will give yeah. you that. They should not have had a resource to heal people with D sixes or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I like I said, I just don't think it is. But the warlock does get my thumbs up. Anybody else? Oh, it's it's by far my favorite uh multi class outside of that thumbs down. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not, thumbs down. This is the the two out of the three are, are good, so it's gotta get a thumbs up for me. And for me it's yeah, basically two out of the three are good. So. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Warlock, great class. And I guess that's why, according to this, back in the day, 13% of people played it. All right, and now, finally, but not least, the wizard. Wizard gets well, thumbs up. I love plays the, the wizard. Warlock because it's, everybody wants a sugar daddy. I play the, I, I think that the Warlock, I don't know. Yeah, you got me there. You got me there. I personally love the wizard, but they are the hardest. To play well in the current edition, I think that they've been scalped with yeah. what the what they should be able to do. Like you, the the fact that it costs you and does so much to do stuff in your own school still, because oh yeah, yeah. you get a it's like half off. That's still a crap yeah, time. The, the money sink. They are the only one with a money sink in all of the classes, which mm-hmm. isn't right. Um, you know, Bard should have money sinks if they're going to be learning these songs. And dances, they've got to have teachers. They've got to have some way of learning this yeah. shit. They've got to have. Well, money if to you're going to have down. a money sink mechanic in a single class, it should be something that's in all of the classes. Yeah. I mean, you can have different sink, like the barbarian. Give, you know, give gear. Need special herbs or teas to to enact his rage or whatever. Give gear durability so that the fighter has to replace their plate, has to replace their sword, have has to get yeah. things repaired. But I think that's on the DM. And yet again, question, question for another time. But uh, the money thing, I, I think the blade singing, uh, one of the most crappily designed idea, like I, good idea and concept, crappily well put out because you get those well, guys that blade singer think blade singers can't be touched. Yeah, well, and then they're, you're like AOE spells, bro. 
there the idea of the gish you know fighter mage combo uh is a very popular one and the eldritch knight way of doing it versus the blade singer way of doing it they're really the same. They're, yeah, the the end product is the goal is the same. They're just coming at it from different ways. I, I actually played a blade singer, and I have to say that my least favorite part of it was after a certain level, you um, stopped fighting and you started becoming a yeah, wizard you just, again. You just yeah, stick because with the wizardry. because hitting people with a sword after a while just wasn't enough damage. And there's not I enough high do... level, you know. It's... That's when you pick up monk. No, I well, think it's when you pick up like rogue. Well, or... no, you pick up monks. That way, you get evasion, and now that AOE damage is actually, not actually bad. Pick, up. pick up like paladin, so that you can dump spell slots into your. Right. I think being a rogue as a, as a smite. I think be a rogue, and then you get the assassin damage yeah, and I, the evasion. I played it, and I didn't like it after a while. Like it was yeah. great at the beginning because you know I felt like I was doing some damage, and I, I felt I felt like a power ranger. But you you yeah. noticed I felt the, like I was a power ranger. Popular subclass like the blade singer, the war magic. And the Evok. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I will always stand an Evok wizard, but. I love Abjuration, actually. Yeah. I think Abjuration. Abjuration is great, yeah. Yeah, I think Abjurations like are the, the unsung summoner. heroes. The Summoner is really cool, too. Conjuration. Yeah. Conjuration. Yeah. Are cool they can go Necromancers are dope. Necromancers yeah. are. Uh, they There needs to be more of a. Uh, they need low de- level. They need death and decay. They need. They need. Less. They need. They need low level, like yeah. where you're raising small animals at level one. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. And, uh, you know, and and yep. they also and need building up because the first re- you don't raise anything until you're level five, and you're raising zombies and skeletons right away. Yeah, and they. That's, they they need they needed uh they're they're one of those classes that starts with their subclass on level two instead of level one and I think that would actually be really cool to like really put the necromancer over is like you get like a dead squirrel or something like that that follows you around yeah. you know, but you need a little bit of death and decay on yourself that's as well something like uh, necromancers should have to pay full price because if you're going you know trying to find research on this stuff people are gonna look at you funny so, so you should be paying. Full price for this kind well, of information and, in the in the uh, and I know well, I, mean, I know a lot of DMs that don't allow things. a lot of DMs don't allow their players to play necromancers. Why though? Just because the thematic, you know, in their world, all necromancers are evil. Therefore, if you're playing a campaign where you're a hero I, look, party, you can't, can't a man a, just bring his raise his family? I am not one of these DMs, so I'm. I'm I'm not the one to ask the the why so much because I allow necromancers. Revivify is uh, necromancy. Yeah, my my god of death and my campaigns are always neutral because yeah. you know death comes to us all. <laughs> all right, so wizards, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs I up. like wizards. Thumbs I'm up. giving them a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumb. All right, so we're, just to recap and, before we end the episode, I want to go through each one again. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. All right. So hey, barbarian. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. All, everybody loves the barbarian. Thumbs down on the bard. Up. Thumbs up on bard. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Two to two. Cleric. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Everybody loves cleric. Druids, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Everybody loves a druid. Fighter? Down. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I don't remember. I and think I'm yours gonna, was thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. Monk. Thumbs up. Oh, thumbs down. Monk on, on the monk? Yeah. Okay. Paladin, thumbs. I Mine, I'm pretty sure, was thumbs down. Mine, mine, was, mine was up. Up. Yeah, yeah thumbs down. Uh, Ranger, thumbs down. Up. Thumbs down. Up. Okay. Uh, Rogue, thumbs up. 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 Yeah. I think that was the one that... That was the that first the unanimous, unanimous, unanimous one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sorcerer, uh, thumbs down. 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 Or, sorry, mine was uh, thumbs up. I like the Sorcerer. No, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah me and you liked it. Yep. Thumbs down. Okay. Warlock, yeah. thumbs up. 
No. Sound. Mine, mine was up. My, mine is just... Because it was two of the three. There's, there's things yeah, I really there's, like. There's things I really don't there's like. There's three categories. Yeah. Thumbs right. up or thumbs down? That's two categories. Exploration, <laughs> role play, play combat. combat. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs yeah. down. I'm, 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 I'm the only one. Though. I'm the only one. Okay, that's fine. You can flop. And the wizard. wizard Everybody's thumbs, 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 thumbs up. All right. So wizards and rogues are really the only. The only uh, unanimous, the unanimous class. The other unanimous class was artificer at thumbs down. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we how bad they sucked. Yeah. All righty, guys. Hey, man, this has been a fun episode. We appreciate you guys listening to us. Make sure you guys go find us at Bolgan PC. Uh, Sorry, Bogan PCs are Gmail. You can email us with all the questions you have, concerns, mutinies. Uh, don't forget Facebook, Chef Bogan, the Pirate Captains. YouTube, any of our social media is Chef Bogan, the Pirate Captains. With that being said, say goodbye, Loke. Or sorry, say goodbye, Bog. It threw me off, damn I it. know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye, Bog. Goodbye, Bog. Say goodbye, Loke. See ya. Bye, guys. Listening to Chef Bog and the Pirate Captain's Recipes for Everything, featuring Loke Labard. Like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Chef Bog and the Pirate Captain's Recipes for Everything. Questions, comments, and mutiny requests can be sent to bogandpc at gmail.com. And as always, happy adventures.